Welcome back to another episode of the Help Yourself First Aid podcast, the podcast where we delve into the world of immediate care and explore various first aid for minor illnesses and injuries. I'm your host TJ. I've been a paramedic for many years with more than 20 years of frontline immediate care experience. If you find the podcast helpful, please help other people discover it by liking and subscribing or following us on your chosen channel. And we'd love you to leave a comment below telling us what you like about the show. We read all the comments you leave because it's great feedback for us. We want you to help yourself. You never forget your first cardiac arrest. I'd been an emergency medical technician or EMT for a few months with years of first aid experience under my belt before I got called to one. To be honest, I'd got comfortable going to various incidents that my first crewmate Shell took in her stride. She was pretty experienced and had some time under her belt. She taught me well, to be fair. Anyway, I'd virtually forgotten that we could get called to cardiac arrests as my career so far had been about going to relatively mundane stuff. She hit the gas. We made really good progress, which is blue light driver talk for she went really blooming quickly, to get us there. I started CPR and Shell started all the other advanced life support stuff that paramedics do. Now, it's a sad fact of our job that we can't get every cardiac arrest patient back. And this was unfortunately the case for my first cardiac arrest. However, knowing how to do CPR, having had the training and been drilled in it countless times over the years, meant I could crack straight on with what I needed to do. Today's show is dedicated to basic life support. BLS, including CPR, automatic external defibrillators, the public access defib scheme and the Good Sam app. This is life-saving stuff at the sharp end, where you can literally save lives. We'll be drawing on information from the latest guidance provided by the UK Resuscitation Council. So, let's jump right in. BLS and CPR are two critical skills that can greatly improve a person's chance of survival in a cardiac arrest situation. The UK Resuscitation Council outlines a standardised approach designed to maximise the effectiveness of these life-saving techniques. Cardiopulmonary resuscitation, commonly known as CPR, involves a combination of chest compressions and rescue breaths. The pulse check is no longer recommended for laypeople, as initiating immediate chest compressions is the key. The usual approach is necessary. Remember Dr. ABC, check for danger, check the response with a shake and shout, open the airway and check there's nothing in it, do a quick check to see if they're breathing, and if they're not, or it's really ragged and irregular, then get help immediately. Send someone to call 999 if you don't have a phone on you, and if you do, let's face it, most people do, then call 999 immediately. Early activation of the emergency response system is crucial. Even before CPR, one should call for help and ensure an ambulance is on its way. Now, the ambulance call taker will ask some questions and give you some instructions. These may change on the situation, so take a really deep breath and listen really carefully to what they say. It's important to remember that high quality chest compressions are paramount. And the 999 staff will instruct you how to do this. Begin by placing the heel of one hand on the centre of the chest and interlock the fingers with the second hand. 
compress the chest at a rate of around 100 to 120 times per minute, aiming for a depth of at least 5 centimetres or 2 inches. Effective chest compressions maintain oxygen flow to the vital organs, as we explained last week, significantly increasing the chances of survival. <coughs> Excuse me. And let's not forget about using an, ex an automatic external defibrillator, or AED. These devices are designed to deliver an electrical shock to the heart, potentially restoring normal rhythm during a cardiac arrest. The Resource Council advises prompt use of an AED when available, and the ambulance operator might instruct you to get one before doing anything else. Public access defibs have become increasingly prevalent thanks to the public access defib scheme, and they're strategically placed in public areas, making them easily accessible to anyone in need. AEDs are user-friendly, providing clear voice prompts and step-by-step -step instructions for their operation. Open patient's airway. Phone alarm number. If there are no signs of life, remove clothing from chest and stick on electrodes. Stick electrodes on the patient's bare chest. Stick electrodes on the patient's bare chest. It gives you a bit of time because sometimes you're in such a fumble that you drop stuff and you, you sticky bits stick on your stick fingers. Stick electrodes on the patient's bare chest. So it gives you a little bit of time to do that. Do not touch the patient from now on. Analyzing heart rhythm. Shock not advised. Patient may be touched. Carry on resuscitation. Alternately, give 30 chest compressions and two mouth-to-mouth -mouth breaths. So it's instructed you what to do. Heel of the hand in the center of the chest. The other hand on top of that one interlock the fingers. And then you can hear the metronome here. Every time you hear the click, you press down on the chest. Every time you hear now the click, two mouth -to -mouth breaths. you press down on the chest. You don't have to do mouth-to-mouth -mouth if you don't want. The important thing is now the chest compression. Now give 30 times chest compression. This is the important bit, pressing on the chest. This is the important bit, pressing on the chest. And you can hear it's not that fast. But it is regular. Do not touch the patient from now on. Analyzing heart rhythm. Shock necessary. Preparing shock. Now on some machines press you might hear flashing a shock button. But on this one, it's just press the shock button. Shock has been given. Patient may be touched. Carry on resuscitation. Alternately, give 30 chest compressions and two mouth-to-mouth -mouth breaths. And so on. So you can hear that the defibrillator is a really, really easy to use piece of equipment. It tells you exactly what to do. And there are two buttons, the on-off button and the shock button. Apart from that, easy. It will tell you what to do. And if you press the shock button when it says shock not advised, it won't shock anyway. You can only shock when it advises you to shock. Very, very good, simple piece of equipment. But they've saved so many lives. So many lives.
As part of the ambulance service response, you may get a trained volunteer turn up before the ambulance and they will be able to help with basic life support and CPR. They might be a volunteer with the ambulance service or a trained member of the public carrying the GoodSAM app. How does that tie into all of this? The GoodSAM app is a brilliant tool that connects the community with the emergency services. When someone dials the emergency services number, nearby registered medical professionals or registered first aiders who have the app are alerted, providing them with the option to respond to the scene while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. This early intervention can make a significant difference in survival rates. So, to recap, if you witness a cardiac arrest, your immediate action should be to call emergency services, locate the nearest AED and start CPR. By doing so, you can take an active role in providing life-saving assistance while awaiting professional help. Every minute counts in such situations and these interventions significantly increase the likelihood of a positive outcome. There you have it folks, BLS, CPR, AEDs, the Public Access DFib Scheme and the Good SAM app are all integral pieces of the puzzle when it comes to responding to cardiac arrests. By following the latest guidance from the UK Resus Council, we can all play a part in saving lives. I think everyone should consider learning BLS and CPR, knowing how to use an AED and raising awareness about the Good SAM app. You never know when you might be the one who could make a life-saving difference. Doing CPR can be very stressful, so it's really important that you acknowledge any feelings you may have had afterwards. Mind, the mental health charity, are fantastic if you needed to talk to anyone. It can be really important because sometimes you need to help yourself as well as other people. However, knowing you have the ability to save other people's lives is amazing and one of the reasons I've always been in and around first aid and emergency life-saving work. You can become one of a group of lifesavers or potential lifesavers. Thanks for listening. We're looking forward to next week's episode where we're going to review everything we've done so far to give you a really good overview of first aid. We'll also give you a teaser of what we've got lined up in the future as well. Don't forget folks, Leave us a comment below so that we can help you to help yourself. We read all the comments and if you could like and subscribe or following us or follow us depending on the channel you listen to us on or watch us on, then we can help more people find us. It's how the software works apparently. Today's show is in remembrance of my dad and all my family, friends and colleagues that have died. May you have walked to heaven with the person you wanted to. <laughs>